Single Simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016 or email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com. One. Single. Simulcast. Single Simulcast, episode 329. That's right. It's just me. Well, actually, it's not just me. Me and and Stephanie is here from the Mocha Minutes podcast, and we have shoved Rashani in a closet. (laughs) And we are, it's just us girls. It's just us girls. So (laughs) I hope you enjoy the show. You might not enjoy the show. You might feel some kind of way that Uh -uh. Rashani's not here. You might. Uh, You might. I mean, it it happens. So be you know some somebody out there might feel some kind of way. I won't put that energy out there. But um, Rashani has the, the the night off because it's his birthday. So Woo! happy birthday to him! Yay! Obviously, when he he listens to the show later, uh, we love you. Happy birthday! Yay! Happy and, birthday! And so, like I said, it's just it's me and Stephanie. We are going to chop it up with these topics. Yes. We'll see, we'll see how many we get to tonight. Ooh. So uh well so first thing, Stephanie, how are you? I am ooh. Yeah, you know, it's 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 trans hello guys. This is transparency moment, but Stephanie's been having a rough rough mental the last few weeks. So I I'm making it. But you know, a couple of Days I've been on on autopilot, and other days I've been fine, but I haven't been good for a while. Okay. So it's like hmm, I'm I'm getting there, but I don't know if it's a seasonal thing. I don't know if it's just you know my time of the month. Sometimes I just get down around that time. I don't know what it is because you know your hormones are all out of whack, so that might be it. But you know I'm just fine, but I'm making it. That's what's up. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad yeah, you're here. Yeah, I was like, this was the highlight of my day. I was like, up. Oh. I'm like, I'm not feeling my best, but I'm going to be podcasting with Shantae. So I'm like, hey, silver lining. Well, there you go. So I was on your uh, Instagram stories and saw that you got a planner. So yes! oh. how is that going with your plan? Like, how long have you had the planner? Have you been like, are you like a planner person? You know, that kind of thing. Like, let, like, let, let the people know what's going on with you and your planner. So let me just tell you, um, shout out to, where did I get that planner from? Was it Aldi's? Yes, it was. So uh, first, Aldi's is my shit. I love, it's a grocery store for anybody who doesn't know. And they got and- planner? They have, because you know, okay. like that aisle, like they have like, girl, I got a, I have my mixer. I was making cookies for Christmas with my mom. Do you know my mixer like went up in flames? Like it started smoking. I was oh, like, no. what the heck? So I didn't have a hand mixer. Girl, I got my mixer from Aldi's. It was, it was 10 bucks. I was like, oh, this is nice. And then they had all of these different planners. And I was like, I think I'm gonna get a planner for 2019. The one that helped me keep me organized for the podcast. It'll help me keep organized on stuff for my blog where and also stuff for because you know starting february 1st stephanie is joining a gym 
So um, I was like, yeah, this is going to help me get organized, even though that requires me to write. But I feel like accomplished when I write stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to do this. So I'm very excited to use this planner. And it's so pretty. And every month it has like, you know, an affirmation. And I'm like, that's helping my mood because my mood has been shit. And so (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is so great. And it's so pretty. And there were other ones that had other like positive reinforcement. But I just picked that one. I didn't even know because one, it was sealed up with like a little piece of paper. So Mm -hmm. I didn't even know the months had like the themes for every month in the front i had no clue i was like oh well this is new well that's dope that's dope so like so are you like buying pens are you buying like washi tape are you buying like all kinds of little tape it's like little like tape like it's adhesive tape but it's got like little designs and stuff on them like some of them are like just solid colored some of them have like i got some that are like constellations or something i got another one that's got books on it like i'm all into like i'm not into i'm not into like planner stuff because i really Mm. don't have a whole bunch of stuff going on because a lot of times it's just like their kids stuff it's like you know few and far between i'm Mm. not working because i'm a stay-at-home mom so i don't just have like you know this and that this and that and this and that but i do have a journal so i was like oh Mm. i'm gonna use this washi tape i'm gonna put it in my journal and make my journal look pretty you know so it gets me using it more often so I understand okay. like feeling like, you know, using it and feeling good about it and everything. But I'm also like a pen addict. Like Rashani knows this too, because he's bought yeah. pens. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, Every you know. You... Say, right. You know, I know too. And I'm like, if I see Joe pens, I'm like, Shazay, did you see this? Did you <laughs> so, see these pens? <laughs> you know, so I know that some sometimes uh, people who are into planners are also into the other parts of the stationery, into like mm-hmm. little papers and pens. And, you know, I got like ink stamps and everything like some ink stamps came today they had little crystals on them you know so it's cute it was like it's it's a lot of cute stuff unfortunately sometimes i gotta go to hobby lobby to go Mm, get stuff okay because michael's isn't close and hobby lobby yeah and i don't even know where i don't know where hobby lobby is near me it probably is somewhere in southern maryland probably because i don't know where one is but michael's and ac Moore. do you guys have ac Moore? No, we don't. Uh, it, mostly what's here is Hobby Lobby and Michael's. Oh, okay. And then like whatever art stores, you know, that are like local to Oklahoma or whatever. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. But lots of stuff. Like if you, you already know, like if you need like some, you know, some stamps or whatever, some pins, some wrecks, I got you. Yay. Yay. Because I might want to get some cute pins because whoo. I'm all about getting organized. I'm all about getting my mood together. How about that? Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. That's definitely what's up. So, right, like I said, so glad you're here. Because now we can talk about Steven Universe. Yes! Oh, my God! We can talk about Steven. Yes! Oh! Oh! Okay, so the last episode, I saw, like, a little bit... And I'm, like, I'm using this term very loosely with backlash about the last episode that people didn't like it oh wow okay like the last episode with, with well, escape with oh escape okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah the escapism one like people weren't really liking it they felt like it was a filler episode and i'm taking that i'm using this very lightly because it literally was like two tweets that i saw it wasn't like if i mm-hmm. searched the steven universe hashtag on monday there were a couple people going what the hell is this and 
oh, I'm like, oh, I don't like this episode. And I was like, yeah, I like any, I'm like, it's 15 minutes. So any like 15 minutes of Steven that I get, um, I'm good. So I, I don't know. I, I'm liking these Diamond Days episodes. I'm liking them too. I'm, I mean, I didn't really have a problem. I mean, I don't know. I kind of understand where people are coming from with escapism because it didn't really feel like anything like i don't really i don't remember them getting out i feel like they were still stuck in there i think they are that's why i was very confused by it's called escapism i was i was very confused but i'm still excited for the 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 episode that's coming out on monday the hour-long whole hour i am beside myself i'm like oh my gosh yeah i can't wait till it i can't wait till it comes out i've been like i was sad you know monday came and there wasn't an episode right. I was just like, Ugh, there's no episode like oh my god there's no steven but then yeah. but the, you know and it's also like the kids aren't out of are the kids are out of school on monday oh, they are cause, yeah because it's the holiday because of the, the Martin oh, this monday. Holiday. Okay. yeah this monday they're out of school they're out of school so it's just like okay i don't have to worry about anything i can just prepare myself to watch Steven Universe and enjoy this hour-long episode. The only thing, though, is just like, okay, they're giving us an hour-long episode. Does that mean that the week after, there's not going to be another episode? Like, there's not going to be another episode for, like, a month. Yeah, I hope this is not, like, the season finale or something, because I'm like, no, no, I I need more Steven. We waited way too long for these Diamond Days episodes. Look, Voltron is done. I need Steven Universe to be on for a little while longer. You know, Rick and Morty has not come back yet. Y'all can't do this to me. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's you just you know. I mean, it's just you never know because I mean, for it to be like an hour long, that's basically mm-hmm. like three or four episodes. You yeah, know, so right? it's just like, oh, it's just like please don't do me like this. Like I get it, and at the same time, what I you know what I wish I wish that they would let us know. Like, okay, you guys got four or five episodes or however many episodes before we transition into whenever the movie is going to come out. Like, I wish that they could just tell us what was going on. Okay, so have have there been any more talk? I used to, like, spend a lot of time, like, on, like, you know, going, like, Googling Steven Universe and everything. So I'm like, wait, um, have they talked any more about? No. They haven't. Uh, no, they haven't said anything else. But see, that's the thing. It's just like okay, like when the movie news came out, that was in the summer. So it was like dope. The movie, great. You know, if the movie's gonna come out, then fine. I, you know, I understand that animated movies take a long time to come out, whatever. But then it was just like here's some more episodes, and it's just like okay, so when is the movie coming out? Mm. Like, like let me know so I can prepare myself. <laughs> Right. So I don't have to be so kind of just like, well, are we gonna? Should I be worried about what's coming on Cartoon Network, or should I be preparing myself for a long break because you guys are working on the movie? So let me look. See, this is how I figure stuff out. I look at my um Xfinity app, and I'm looking at it. So Monday is the 21st, right. and so that is season five, episode 28. That's an hour. And now I'm looking at Xfinity and it doesn't look like there's any new Steven Universes. Let's see, this is it. So, this probably is the season finale. That's making me sad. 
said, yeah. this is it. Well, hopefully shit gets remedied, you know, because for I, the people yeah. for the for the people who haven't been watching the show but actually care, you know, Steven is on Homeworld now. He's in space and Blue Diamond and Yellow Diamond are aware that he has the Pink Diamond gem. You know, mm-hmm. they're still calling him Pink even though Steven is trying to say, say hey, I'm, I, I'm Steven. Not- I'm not pink. (laughs) And he's trying to get in contact or trying to convince a white diamond to come back to earth or to use her power to help uh, fix the corrupted gems that they, you know, fucked up. However, you know, 5,000 years ago during the rebellion. So that's basically what's going on right now. So we're trying, so I'm hoping that that gets, remedy but then there's a part of me that wonders if it will yeah because i mean honestly we haven't been getting a lot of white diamond so i'm like i need to see more of her i need to see more of her dynamic because we really haven't gotten a lot of white diamond so i'm like i need to see this villain because i feel like she's supposed to be the villain but i don't see too much of her (laughs) right it seems like they're trying but it seems like they're trying to play her as almost I don't know what the right word is. It's just that it's clear she's not as coherent as yellow and blue are because they keep talking about like, you know, like they keep basically saying that it just seems like, like white is not supposed to be all there, you know? Yeah. Like she's like a space cadet or something, but they're also afraid of her. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how are you afraid of her? And you also think that she's not all there. Then why are you afraid of her? Right. And maybe that's just, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's like, because she's not all there, she is possibly more dangerous because she Mm. can't be, because she can't be reasoned with, you know, once she's at her level, whatever that, that danger level is, there's no talking her down. You know, maybe you just got to ride it out or hide. Right. Right. So, right. So, but yeah, you know, Really glad that you're here so we can talk about Steven Universe. Yay! And hopefully Monday, hopefully, you know what? Hopefully Monday is really, really great. They resolve some things, even if there's some things that can't be resolved. Like, I'm not expecting the the the, the, uh, the corrupted gems to get fixed. You know? I'm not expecting yeah. something like that. But it would be cool to see Lars. It would be cool if he would show up. Because he's yeah. been, you know, he's been out in space, you know, with the, with the off colors. But we really haven't seen him again since he had saved uh, Connie and Steven when right. they were, before it was um, confirmed that Pink was, well, before it was confirmed that Rose was Pink. Yeah, because that's why I'm trying to figure, now I'm trying to remember where, wasn't Lars going back to Earth? Is that where he was going? See, I don't even remember. That's, I mean, but that's the thing. That's how wait. long ago it was. <laughs> I was like, wait. Was. I was like, wait a minute, I'm so confused. It's like, wait, where were they going? Because they were in the spaceship and they were saying, now I don't remember. It's like Game of Thrones with me. I'm like, wait, who is this person? Well, no, because see, that episode, I think the last time we saw Lars, uh, you know, Steven went through, went through Lion, came out through, or sent, like, letters. He sent a letter to Lars. Mm -hmm. And Lars saw 
you know, Stephen wrote the letter talk, talking to him about how Sadie's living her life. She's got the band and, and all this different kind of stuff. And Lars was feeling some kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, because it was, a, I'm sure, like jealousy and everything because she's hanging out with the cool kids and, and just, you know, just basically feeling some kind of way, probably feeling FOMO. And you know. also because he loves her. I'm like, I'm tired of Lars not, you know, just saying, hey, Sadie, I'm in love with you. Can we be together? Because, I mean, they're not kids. Even though, you know, Steven's 14. I'm like, Lars isn't 14. Right. Right. I kind of don't know how old he's supposed to be. See, I always, thought that, <laughs> I always thought that maybe they were like 19 or 20. Like, clearly out of high school. Mm-hmm. but not far enough into adulthood to not be living at home or right. to not be thinking that they shouldn't be living at home because obviously people live at home and, you know, up to different ages and everything, but they're definitely not in that, oh my God, I got to leave kind of right. vibe or age. So yeah, I was yeah. just trying to figure out, I'm like, how? Cause I mean, it's, you know, I think Sadie lives with her mom. I think. Right. Yeah. She lives with her mom in the basement. Yeah. Well, she and lived then, in the basement. And, right. Yeah. So, yeah, probably, yeah, so probably, like, late teens, early 20s, something like that. No no longer, no older than 20, I would think. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, hopefully Lars comes back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get more, like you said, more White Diamond, more, at least more of her, what her character is like. Like, it would be cool to see how angry she might be. Yeah, how much danger somebody could be in if they're in her, you know, if they're in her crosshairs. Because she did seem salty at this, not the, not escapism, but the episode before that when Steven was trying to uh, throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. And people started fusing and stuff. And yeah, it was and like Steven oh. started dancing, and she and the 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 white pearl representative for White Diamond. Mm-hmm. like frowned like she you know that 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 pearl was salty so it, yes. i wonder so i wonder if the pearl was salty because the pearl is salty like she knows that this is not something that's supposed to be going on or mm-hmm. can white diamond see through that pearl you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that pearl might be more mechanical than the other pearls are cuz the other pearls seem like they're their own kind of like they can think you know what i'm saying Versus this white pearl seemed more mechanical, more robotic, but maybe that's just, you know, that's just the way pearls work because she's old pearl. Yeah. Hmm. Or she's like, you know, old school pearl. I don't know what. I just need to see more of her. I need to hear more of her words as opposed to everyone going, she's white diamond and white diamond won't like this. And I'm like, because right. it seems like she's, I mean, with regards to like pink. And yellow and blue. It seemed like pink was always like the smaller one, and all the other diamonds are bigger than her. But it seems like white is probably the biggest of them. I don't know right. what that. So I'm like, hmm, I'm trying to figure this out. And I keep forgetting that Bismuth is there. I'm like, oh yeah, she is there, isn't she? <laughs> right and right, and they've that's what it is. They've called them. That's what it is. In escape. Right. I see. And you say, and you were saying that somebody was like they didn't like escapism, but I, I don't. Escapism wasn't bad because it had the watermelon so. Stevens. Had the watermelon Stevens. Yeah. Dish. Oh That's man. That's what it I was. I love watermelon Stevens. They're so cute. They are. They're precious. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I like, I like the episode. I'm like, what did I miss? 
But yeah, I was worried. But now I'm thinking about. It, I was just like, shit. Stephen was in a fucking pickle though, man. He was getting bit. Like he was losing arms and stuff. Right, when he was the watermelon, like damn, he he was he was in a lot of trouble. But he did make it back to his home to try to get everybody to. Hopefully they'll get back. Hopefully they'll get to him up in home, you know, up in space. But I don't know how they're gonna make it. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Rebecca Sugar will figure it out. She got it all figured out. Also, I, and I love that the uh, movie is going. To, it's going to be on Cartoon Network, right? Because it's not. I, I think so. I don't know. You know what? I can't confirm whether or not it's going to be on Cartoon Network. It never did seem like it was going to be. Uh, you know, it never seemed like it was going to be like a theatrical release kind of movie. And I'm hoping that this hour long thing is not the movie. You know, like it shouldn't be, right? Like it should be. I'm like, no, I need to get like the Teen Titans Go treatment and do like a whole theatrical release. I would love that. I could dress up like Lapis and go to the theater. It'd be great. It's like, are you kidding me? I'd be so excited. I'll be all about that cosplay. I'm all about that cosplay for Steven Universe. All right. All about that cosplay. All about that cosplay. I'm like, Uh, I dressed uh, up uh, for Black Panther. I will dress up for this. I will dress up for this. Okay. Doggone it. I love Steven Universe so much. I do. Now I need some some Funkos. I'm going to have to look online, get some Funkos. Maybe I'll go to like Record and Tape Trader since it's closing down. Because I, I think the last time I was in there, I didn't see any Steven Universe ones. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really looking for them because I was looking for stuff for Christmas. So I might have to go back and look and see if they have them. You should check. Like, it depends on which ones you're looking for. Like, Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. last time I checked, I know they had Steven and Pearl and Garnet and Amethyst. Like, oh in a little group. And, I, and it might have been like 50 or $60. Oh, okay. Because... Because I feel like those aren't as, I feel like people are price gouging like Pearl and Amethyst. Because I've mm-hmm. seen those like on Amazon and they're like $20 or they're $30 or something. Mm, okay. But they're still reasonably priced if they're there on CartoonNetwork.com. Okay, can I tell you how I, so this is a funny story. So the Black Owl tips, like you remember like those, um, like those giveaway boxes. What is, what was it called? Like you, it's like it was like a monthly subscription, and they would send you like stuff. I don't even know if that thing is still in business. Like Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Okay, that's what it was. So they um had all this stuff from Loot Crate. Like Loot Crate was one of their sponsors, but mm-hmm. then they would always get crates. And so they started having trivia, and they were giving stuff away. So it's like you had to guess like movies and music or whatever. So I had won all this stuff because I kept getting the trivia. Okay. So. I got like like Mr. Robot stuff. I I have like a Ninja Turtle thing, you know. I have like little cute little trinket stuff, but I also got a pair of Steven Universe underwear. Now I had gotten <laughs> the underwear because it's garnet, so it's like um, ruby and sapphire on the front, and then on the back is garnet. Okay. So I wasn't watching the show then, so I didn't get it, and I think I um wore them like. About a month or so ago, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now because I'm watching the show now. <laughs> I got it. I understand. Oh, I understand. Because I was just like, 
first, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I think the underwear are cute. But at the time, I couldn't fit the underwear. And now that I've lost weight, that I can fit them. So it's like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God. And I can wear my Steven Universe boxer shorts. I'm so excited. (laughs) That's great. That's great. There's so much cute. There's so much, like, cute little shirts. And I have a pair of um, Steven Universe leggings. Oh. That I got that I got from um for fans by fans. I think that's really? still, I, yeah. I think that's still there. I think that, like they changed the name or something, but I think it's for fans by fans. Wait, you know, is still crate still around? That's a good question. I don't know. It's hard. I I don't one. I don't. I never really use Loot Crate. I want. I feel like they are, but then I don't know if somebody has taken that same type of marketing, whatever, and putting little thing. You know, putting a box of neat things that correspond to a certain theme and they got their own thing going on because Loot Crate was so popular and everything. But I thought it's still around. I still see those boxes and stuff. Oh, okay. But I just don't know if it's it's particularly Loot Crate or if it's something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh, do I want to get Loot Crate? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm nerdy or blurdy because I'm black, but I feel like I'm not that nerdy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Me, I just get a bunch of Funkos. That's what I do. Yay, Funkos! Get a bunch of Funkos. Like, I got got, uh, Gem from Gem and the Holograms. Oh, the real one and not that live action bullshit? No! No! Every, I'm so, every every time I think about that movie, I just want to (laughs) react. So (laughs) angry. I was like, what the fuck is this? Where is Synergy? That's all I was saying. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> how? It's Jim and the holograms. You gotta have Synergy. That's why they were called the holograms, because she makes holograms. And then they made it the robot. They made it the robot. Like, man, they just, you know what I, what I remember about that movie is that the movie could have been cute, you know, like for little girls or whatever, if they just didn't call it fucking Jim. Because it wasn't Jim. It's like, why couldn't you just, like, of all the properties that have been made into, um, of all the, the kids' show properties that have been made into a movie, this one, they tried to turn it into, like, little kid, you know, younger kids. It's just like, why didn't you just make them fucking adults like you made G.I. Joe fucking adults, like you stuck to the age of the fucking Ninja Turtles, you kept the Transformers as robots, you could have... Just Jem could have been an adult or at least a, right. an older teenager, and you didn't have to make it into this kind of so weird influencer bullshit trying to keep it's just like because then because the whole thing is you would have pulled in the adults who care about it, and kids, little kids can relate to adults, they watch the shit all the time. It's all kinds of movies and right. stuff because you you could have got the nostalgia because I mean I had a gem hologram doll and my doll came with a stage right and then my best friend got me the whole series for Christmas and I'm like uh I'm really invested in gem when I saw that movie I was like are you I wanted to fight the air I'm like are you kidding me yes it was some yo it was like, some shit it was some bullshit you know because for me ugh. it was just it was yo because I know around that time we were on uh, Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. obviously before uh, the whole, uh, what is it, fan con shit 
that went mm-hmm. down. You know, it was, you know, Black Girl Nerds was uh, hosting, you know, was doing the Gem Live tweet, you know, before the movie came out, like before we even knew the movie was going to come out. So people every Saturday were live tweeting each Gem episode. And it happened, I mean, it, I think it happened for like almost two years of just every Saturday, Gem Live tweet. So, you know, mm-hmm. people were there, people were fucking with it. It was like, you know, people were covering it, you know, in the media and everything. And then here comes the movie and the movie was nothing like the fucking TV show. And it was so disappointing and so sad. And I felt like all these different people dropped the ball as far as like merchandising and stuff is concerned. Like, you know, like I got these Funkos now and it looks like, you know, the real characters and stuff from the cartoon. But I felt like these Funkos should have came out when the movie came out. You know, because yeah. it's like Ninja Turtles got Funkos, Transformers got Funkos, G.I. Joe got Funkos, everybody got Funkos. It's 50 million Rick and Morty <laughs> Funkos. <laughs> All kinds of obscure characters, but it was just like nothing for Jim. Yeah. After that movie, I'm kind of glad it wasn't. It's like, ugh. It's like, no. It's just, just no. A thousand times no. It's like, ugh. Just whack for no apparent reason. Yeah. Just disappointing, cause I'm like, come on, y'all, don't look. I gave, I let y'all have Josie and the Pussycats, okay? But you have the Ninja Turtles, you know. Jim was like, okay, why are you screwing this up? Like screwing this up? You are fucking this up, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like you know what it is. It's like the stories and whatever was going on in the TV show wasn't good enough. You know, like, that's what it seemed like. It was just like, you had to come up with this whole kind of new thing when it was just like, this was fine. Like, you had all your little villains and stuff baked in. You know, it could have popped. It could have really popped. It could have been something interesting. It could have been something cute to look at because everybody's all, you know, everybody likes nostalgia. You didn't have to, like, completely change, especially all these motherfuckers making remakes and stuff. It could have been dope. It could have been dope. But, you know, whatever. But um, speaking of eh, kind of remakes, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's uh, Little with yep, yep. Little with uh, with uh, Marci Martin from, yep. I think that's how you say her name, from Blackish. She plays Diane. Got yes, Regina Hall, my, she is my Patronus. <laughs> and then there's What Men Want with mm-hmm. Taraji. And both of those are kind of to me, kind of like black remakes, kind of yeah, like yeah. with, you know, with little with the whole like, a you know, adult turning into a, a little kid kind of a, as far as like that genre, like a remake of that genre or whatever. And then you yeah. got What Men Want, that's a remake of uh, What Women Want mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson and everything with a woman who can now hear men's thoughts where Mel Gibson could hear women's thoughts. So my question is you know, are you feeling these remakes? You know, are you are you happy with that or would you rather have it be like more original stories, I guess? So I like, I'm more partial to Little because even though it, to me, it comes off like a reverse big, mm-hmm. um, I still kind of like it because it still seems somewhat original because all the like, those kind of like the bigs and the Freaky Fridays is kind of like you're making a child, an adult, and mm-hmm. with this, you're making an adult a child. Right. So, I mean, it's still kind of, like, on the same wavelength, but I think it's a little bit... 
I just like it because, you know, I like Marseille Martin. I love Issa Rae. I've loved Issa Rae since Awkward Black Girl. And Regina Hall is hopefully finally going to get her roses because she is mm-hmm. so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's so freaking funny. So I'm excited about Little. As soon as I saw the uh, trailer, I went, up. Oh, I know where I'll be in April. Right. And so with what women, what men want, I was like, because I heard about it, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I saw the uh, trailer, and I was like, this probably won't be too bad. It's right before Valentine's Day. You know, I, th- I think it'll work out. And I'm like, mm, I like Taraji, so I might have to see it. So I'm here for it. I'm like, hmm. Uh, yeah, I definitely have to go see my girls. Have to go see my girls. And Us comes out in Feb- in uh, April, too. I'm like, look at here. It's all a bunch of black movies I'm about to be in the theater for. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know for me, I think I think I'm more partial to Little as well. Mm-hmm. I know the trailer. I know the trailer when, when, when obviously before uh, she's changed to an adult and everything and, and watching Regina Hall and Issa Rae interact with each other on the phone and stuff was funny. But then Marseille, uh, or Marseille, how do you pronounce the baby's name? So I think it's Marseille. I think it's Marseille. Okay. Okay. Marseille is is pretending, you know, it's obviously is, has to be in school. So now she's like flirting with her teacher and the teacher's all like, oh shit, what the fuck? What the fuck? Because it's Justin Hartley from uh, This Is Us. And he's fine. Me too. that man man is 40 something years old is he really of course he is of course he is you know because he he was in passion he was in passion like back in the like in the 2000s he was yeah he was he was like ethan's brother or something did you ever watch passion i watched maybe like the the hat like maybe the first season so i don't remember him Okay, well, he looks like the exact fucking same. Like, <laughs> really? Yes. Like, I mean, ser- I mean, seriously, I don't think he's really gained any weight. He got, he got, he still has all his hair that he had when he was on Passion in the two mm. thousand. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Little. Kind of meh on what men want, even though I think it's gonna be funny because Taraji is funny. Right, right. You know, I think Taraji can make. It's like she can spin. You know, she's like Rapunzel. She can spin hay into gold or whatever. I feel, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna pop off. Not Rapunzel. It's not Rapunzel. Rapunzel? No. Like, who is the? What's the fairy tale where they spun hay into gold? Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Right. I was gonna say Rapunzel. (laughs) I'm tripping. Long R word. See. Oh goodness. Fucking up. Fucking up. But yeah, I think, I think little is gonna be good. And kind of meh on what men want, but still, I think I I still think they're I think they're both gonna you know what I think it is they're I think they're both gonna do well because mm-hmm. I think people are really into both of these people, yeah, and and also into putting you know making sure that these move that back movies end up doing well. That's what I right. think it is, right. I agreed because I was like, man, it's like, not only is Marseille Martin starring in it, this is her idea, and she's executive producing it. She's fourteen years old. I'm like, right. oh, right. come like, on! It's like, right. oh, I can't. Like, like I man. heard, I heard that 
like her agent or somebody was like i don't know if it's true but somebody was like yo you need to chill out and everything and that person got fired mm-hmm. <laughs> because it i was think just... that is true because she's like i i think she's she talked about it but i don't remember exactly what she said like it's like he was just he or she because i don't know which one it is um was kind of like you know just chill and like play your position and just act and she didn't want to do that Cause she has, she has dreams. It's like, she's 14. That girl is about, excuse me, about to carve her own path. And she's still on a show that's very, very successful. Right. right. But that's the right, but see, I feel like that's the right move to make though. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. to put your name on something, you know, like something else, you know, regardless, whatever it is, whether you can produce, if you can write, if you can direct, if you can just do something else other than being in front of the camera you know, be in control of something or be the idea behind something. That's, I feel like that's where longevity is. Right. That's where right. I think it would be. It's like, obviously there's people who have been, you know, who have acted forever and they may never get in front of the camera, but it just seems like it can't be bad to do something behind the camera if you can. Right. So it's great that she it's great that she made this decision at 14 because sometimes people they act forever and they don't make this decision until they're in their 30s until they're in their 40s and decide that they want to direct or write or you know whatever produce something you know so it's dope that she made this decision now for herself Mm-hmm. absolutely i'm excited i can't wait i'm gonna be sitting there like a proud auntie like oh <laughs> look at my baby <laughs> Man, all of my auntie feelings. All in my auntie feelings. Okay, so still on acting. What is your take on whether or not Jake Gyllenhaal can act? Because I saw people who were just like, Jake Gyllenhaal can't act. Jake Gyllenhaal ain't nobody. Yeah, okay, where is that coming from? And the bad part about it is, I'm like, I can't think of a single performance by him that I can go, ooh, he stands out. And maybe I just don't watch Jake Gyllenhaal movies because I was like, I am at a loss here. The only one I can well think of is Brokeback Mountain, and the person that stands out in the movie is not him, right? So I'm like, ah, uh, I if I squint and tilt my head, I can see what they're saying. But he's so pretty that I don't care because we don't care about the kid, the other guy who ate the peach. What's his name? Wait, the one, which the one? one? Oh man! Are we, wait, are we talking about the? Are we talking about Timothy Chalamet? Because he's the one who ate the peach, right? Didn't oh, he? oh no! You talking okay, about? So okay, the, you talking about Army Hammer? You talking yes, about the? Ar- the yeah, okay, Army yeah, Ar- yeah, yeah. He's so Ar- pretty, Hammer's and fine. I'm like, who? Oh, he's so fine. I don't care if he can't act his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> Just come on some peaches for me. <laughs> Yo! Yo! Wow. Wow. Why Rashad, he's like, I'm taking a night off. <laughs> is y'all gonna he gonna off? hear this. He's he gonna like, hear what? this and then have to message us. Be like, what the like, fuck were y'all what like? Is, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Let me just say this. I have pineapple juice and Malibu rum in my cup. That it is a good <laughs> drink, but I don't give a damn. See, yeah, okay, so for me, I feel like what I feel like with, as far as with, with Jake Gyllenhaal is like I think what you're saying makes sense that he's been in so many movies yeah that sometimes he's 
he it's very, his some of his stuff is kind of, he he almost can kind of blend into the background. He's the baby's breath of the floral <laughs> arrangement. It, it feels like you can't have a real bouquet without it, but it don't stand out. But at the so same time, <laughs> but at the same time though, I think he's made like some. I what I think it is is like what I feel like is like he has a range. I think mm-hmm. is what it is, and maybe okay. that's like I feel like he has a range. Like he can play. Like obviously he was in Dan- Donnie Darko. Right. He was playing like an angsty teen, and it was all kind of supernatural, weird things going on. Before that, he was in Bubble Boy, you know, and that was like super goofy and whatever, you know, wild. Then he was, you know, he was also in uh, The Day After Tomorrow, where it was, kind, you know, the post-apocalyptic, whatever that was going on with yeah, that. Yeah, remember that movie. And, and it's like, for me, I don't know. Well, you know what? Now, now that we're talking about it, he did kind of make that movie great. I mean, Dennis Quaid is in there, and ooh. um, but still though, I don't know what it is about him. He's just he's cute, you know. He you know is. what? You know, you know something else about him too is that he just acts. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like as a famous person, yeah. You know, he. I think he's in there. He does his job. And then, like, you might see him in Us Weekly or someplace or whatever, but he's not really fucking with anybody. You know, he's not really, uh, nobody's clocking him the way they might clock another actor or whatever. But then, but also, like, still talking about his range, you know, he can do, like, kind of um, romantic, you know, because he was in Love and Other Drugs with Mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway. You know, obviously he was um, also still romantic, Brokeback Mountain. You know, he played a boxer, I think, in uh what was the movie? What was the movie? Oh wow. Movie. He was a boxer in a movie. He was a marine in Jarhead. Looks like, you know, he was, you know, I think he's been like a journalist or something in Nightcrawler. He's just he's been in lots and lots and lots of different movies. And whether but the whole thing is, is like I don't think he's making like super duper like blockbuster ass movies, yeah. Except except now he's playing Mysterio, and yeah, I was trying to figure be. out who the heck he was. I was like, who was he supposed to be? Yeah, he's Mysterio. Now, of course, I have no idea who fucking Mysterio is oh, or whatever. As far as like, as far as uh, the Marvel universe and stuff is concerned, yeah. But, you know, he is going to be in um, Spider Man: Far From Home, so. Perhaps that will put, you know, some people are kind of salty about that. They don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Can uh, we have a sidebar about that? Because okay. Nick Nogs were getting on my fucking nerves with this daggone trailer because they were so mad. They're like, y'all are spoiling Infinity War. I'm like, for y'all to pay attention to Marvel so much, y- did y'all miss the part when they had a whole fucking presentation about the fact there's going to be a Black Panther 2 and a yeah. Doctor Strange 2 and a Spider-Man 2. What did y'all think was going to happen? Are y'all kidding me right now? Well, that's... Like, what? Why are y'all... Well, ma- oh my god, you're spoiling Infinity War. Um, They literally announced that there were going to be sequels to all these movies. Yeah, well that, and also there's no guarantee that whatever we see is going to be after Infinity War. After, yes, you know after Infinity is. War, we don't know where the where stuff is going to fall in the timeline. It's just they they because they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. We might get like we might be getting like alternate universe 
Black Panther 2 versus. Exactly. We don't know that. It's so weird. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? They literally said there was going to be a sequel to these movies. Why are y'all acting so weird? That's because they don't like nice things. They, they don't, don't, they like, don't want nice things. This? And then like, oh, and now people are like, I don't even care about Captain Marvel. I'm like, she's a piece of Infinity War. You have to watch it. Oh my god. <laughs> there is a part. Well, there is a I, there is a part of me that's just like, I think uh, that was definitely like, oh, I just want to watch. I just want to watch Infinity War. Just, right. You know, as, far uh, as, as far as it's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this Captain it, Marvel. This shit. comes just out in March. But, I'm like, Captain Marvel comes out in March. Infinity War comes out, I think, in April. I think they moved it. Yeah. Did they put it up to April? So it's yeah, like, it oh, guys, it's it's like three months away. We can stick with hating Chris Pratt for like another three months. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> he no is, country for Chris Pratt. Like he zero. He not have nice things. Okay. Oh. I get that you're marrying a Schwarzenegger. I don't care. You cannot have nice things. You know what you did. <laughs> like you, you know what out. you did. You are you... out. We hate you. You're the lowest totem pole on the Chris's. I saw like this list of Chris, Chris's, and it had Chris Maloney at number one. And for some odd reason, they had Chris Pine over Chris Evans. And I'm like, okay, oh, your oh, list man. is faulty oh. as fuck. There's no, void. there's no, void. there's no universe. Where Chris Pine is ranked higher than Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth higher. I fair. Fair. It's like Evans over Pine? Yeah. No. He's a solid three. Like he got a for real. Like no. Solid like, three. He's not getting no. He can, no, <laughs> no. Like Chris Pine, his head is shaped like a light bulb. I'm so, he's so fine, but it's like, mmm. I can't deal. I can't. No, he's not. No, he's damn sure not over Chris Evans and, and Chris. Absolutely. And Chris Hemsworth. Like, 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 he is Captain Kirk, but I, I'm sorry. I'm like, he looked like he he packing some heat. However, he ain't over Evans. He ain't. It's like no fucking way. I don't care if he shows us his whole dick for 10 minutes <laughs> in some movie. Even though in the movie that they're like, we see his junk. I'm like, you blink and you're going to miss it. So it wasn't that impressive, mostly because I ain't really seen nothing. No, I don't want to watch this Irish or Irish movie where he got some accent because he got like a vocal coach. I don't give a damn. Show me the junk, and then I didn't see nothing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they said, I thought I, I thought that that full frontal shot was just like it's like blinking your lips, and I was like, and it was far away, and I'm like, what the hell? Look, either we go we gonna see the whole thing or stop lying to us. Yeah, either the meat's on the table or it's not. Right, it's like put it on the glass. Glass. Oh man. Okay, so sticking with Chris's, sticking with Chris's in movies. Have you seen Bad Times at El Royale? Did no. you ever watch that? No, that was actually really good. That was actually really good. Chris Hemsworth shows up uh, like near the end. He did like really, really well and was really, really scary. So if you, you know, just not to spoil anything, you know, or whatever, in case you want to see it or in case somebody else wants to see it. Oh, just spoil uh, it, honey. Spoil it for me. Well, yo, he was a, well, he was a cult leader, you know, what? like, movie, yeah, like this. I think the movie is like set in the 70s and it's one of those kind of 
ensemble movies where you kind of see how the people end up at this particular place. You know, like you see their backstory and everything. And his backstory was he was like a cult leader, almost like like Charles Manson. And he had, and he had like, I, I don't know if the little girl did it on purpose or if she was kind of coaxed into it by him, but she ended up like killing some people, you know, and it was, it was definitely like, I think it was definitely hearkening back to the whole thing, like the Manson murders and shit that happened in the 70s and everything. And so he was, it was really unnerving because he was looking like real sexy, you know, because he's, oh. you know. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. but it was just me? like yo he's scary as fuck like he's swinging you know he's holding a gun he shot somebody and it was just like look I'll kill you too and it was just like yo like he was for real I thought I thought it was a good movie hmm okay huh now I gotta see this oh man now I wanna see this movie but yeah no way in hell Pine is over Evans. No way. No universe. Not the Marvel universe. Not the DC universe. Not this universe. Not Trump's universe. Nobody's <laughs> universe. God damn it. Never. Never ever. It is fake news. But Chris Maloney. Oh lord that man. Mm. Yeah. He got a butt that won't quit. He's handsome. He may, He had me feeling some kind of way in pose. You know when he was uh, Girl! Electra's playing Electra's man and everything and it was just like oh man this dude is like I see why she with him but then at the same time it's just like yo man he's such a he can play such a terrible person you know and he's really been able to do that for a long he's been able to play like a terrible person for a long time like he was in Oz he I was in loved Oz. him since then and he did a real full frontal okay <laughs> that thing swinging it was like oh okay you know. like he's he's so good at playing like Sexy, a villain? Oh. Yeah, like sexy, but you know he's fucked up all at the same time. It's just like, but you can't get away. Like, you just become kind of like that vibe of like being obsessed with somebody who you just really need to stay the fuck away from, but you really can't get away from that person kind of thing. He's so, he's really good at that. It's just like, ugh, I can't deal. Right. So, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, his character on Pose, I feel like he could have like convinced me like hey I'm going to choke you until you're about to pass out while I have sex with you and I just go okay I wouldn't be like I wouldn't even be like safe word what's my safe word I'd be like okay that sounds fine I'm into that you're into that no <laughs> Shawnee's going to kill me. He probably is. He probably is. Like, he's what? Gonna, he's gonna I'm like, nope. He's going he's gonna to get us both. This is what you <laughs> We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> up for this. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, moving on. Moving on. R. Kelly got dropped. Woo! His label. Ricky Horn! It's happening. Watch. And then all them ashy Negroes that was caping him, like, look, y'all took his livelihood. He can kill himself. We So, party still going? Got it. 
I was actually like super surprised when I saw when I saw that he got you know he got dropped he got dropped from Sony and RCA I guess I guess he was on both whatever yes so. however whatever the setup is you know because I don't know sudden, some intern came out and said that she was sexually assaulted by him it's like oh 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 now y'all really? yes I was like wow. okay uh, see. see yeah people you know what what I was reading was basically saying like they think that the surviving R Kelly documentary finally might have forced their hand you know because because they've been you know because he's been making music and been on the label since before and during all of his uh sexual misconduct stuff you know with the trial and, and all this different kind of stuff they never thought to drop him but now now they've dropped him mm-hmm. so bye bye niggas. bye bye niggas right. like, peace out don't let so, the door hit you on your ass. Man, Fuck so, you so, forever. <laughs> man, so so shout out to everybody who has been working for these last years, you know, with the whole R. Kelly movement and just everybody just pushing, you know, wherever they are, putting, you know, boots on the ground, feet mm-hmm. to the fire, you know, trying to get, you know, who and got uh got surviving R. Kelly made and and got it you know and now people have seen it and now people really now people really have to are making decisions i guess they probably they could have been made decisions but right. you know now they really you know there's consequences now and right. that's good right that's 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 what's really good and hopefully <laughs> the consequences continue because all that shit like i didn't watch surviving mm-hmm. r kelly because i was just like nah i cannot i cannot deal and then i was but i should have got off twitter when other people were watching R. Kelly, because I was Woo. still, I was still sad and like just really just like so 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 down, just mm-hmm. watching live tweet it. So I knew that I couldn't sit and watch it. Like even if I wanted to pick it up like the next day, it was just like nah, I'm not yeah. gonna be able to to handle this. Yeah, I heard a couple people who said they watched all six hours at once, and I'm like, let me tell you something. I watched it. But, you know, I watched every night, and after every night, I had to watch some... I had... I need a palate cleanser. I watched The Good Place. I watched Nailed It. I watched mm-hmm. Steven Universe. I'm like, I need... Mm. It was a lot. And it wasn't, like, stuff that I... It was some stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was also stuff that I knew, and it was like, oh, I heard about this. And I'm like, wait, I didn't hear about that. Right. Like, oh. Oh! Like, he is a monster. So I don't want to hear, you know... I, and like, I don't want to hear poor R. Kelly. I'm like, no, he's been getting away with this for 25 years. It's like he's been doing this for 25 years or longer, and it's like it was only a handful of women that came forward. Can you imagine the women who have not? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, no, he's a predator and he's a monster and he needs to go. Yeah, fuck that nigga. For real, it's like he dies, he dies, everybody dies. We not, I'm not doing this, and I'm an empath going like, no, I can't. He is a monster. I'm like, I don't want to see anybody dead. However, I want to see him go away. Stop playing his music. Yes, that would be that would Stop be. Stop playing his music. Point. Stop going like I don't care. I can separate the art from the artist. I'm like, yeah, y'all wouldn't be doing that if he was white. Just like you're saying, like he's being persecuted because he's black. Y'all wouldn't be caping so hard if he was white. Yep. So yeah, y'all can dead all that. Bunch of fake asses. 
Okay, so did you? So Future's new album has come out. <laughs> Future's new album has come out. Did you listen to it? Did you listen Honey, to Wizard or no? I did not. I okay. you know I don't listen to the hippity hops. <laughs> <laughs> you know the hippity hops, hippity hop, hip hip. <laughs> Hip hip, pop a diddy pop. I don't. <laughs> oh man, I felt so auntie right now. I'll be like, who that? Let me tell you something. Like, what is like? Soldier Boy goes by Young Draco. I was today's years old when I found out he's talking about himself. Oh my like they God. say, Young Draco. I people I was were like, talking about Drake. I thought and they he was like, Draco. About I'm like, who's Young Draco? And I'm like, like who's that? Is that an artist on his like mouth or? Right, exactly. That's what I thought. And then it's like, no, that's his. That's he's talking about himself. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. We're talking in third person. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I guess, nigga. I guess, nigga. But yeah, I have not listened to his album. Okay. I'm I'm sure it's fire, according to the hippity hoppers. That yes, of course, because people, people, people love. I mean, Future Hive. Yo, Future's ashy as fuck, real, but you know, apparently thing. he got bars. <laughs> it's a it's Future Hive is it's a real thing. Real thing. So, did you? <laughs> so, Future is still, girl, still, still, girl, still girl, girl. talking about Sierra. That was seven minutes I couldn't get back. <laughs> He's still talking about that. I didn't listen to all. I didn't listen to all of it. What I heard basically was oh. him feeling some kind of way. That feeling some kind of way that Sierra didn't introduce him to Mm -hmm. Russell before he introduced, before she introduced Russell to Baby Future. Yeah. So he's, his frustration is basically with whatever kind of, you know, baby mama, baby daddy code protocol that he has. I didn't know there was. There was BM code or BW code. I'm like, oh, there's a code. There's a code. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't. Re- so when I was listening to it, that was literally the only thing I said. I could see him. I would feel some sort of way. However, this child is like what five, six years old, mm-hmm. and they've been married like two years. So they, this is like three or four years old. Like, I need you to build a bridge and get over that. I can, like at the time I could see you feeling some sort of way. However, man, you don't have a leg to stand on, Stumpy. Don't you have like four or five <laughs> different baby mamas? When did you and so when did your kid meet Sierra? And when did Sierra meet the baby mamas? Sure. Also, for me, they don't have a good relationship. That's the other part. That's, That's the, you the know, other part. Like you don't like you can't like I understand like I understand like that kind of code. You want the uh, you know like you with somebody y'all break up y'all got kids together. You want them you know you want to co-parent you know basically mm-hmm. you want to be abreast of who your child is interacting with. Totally makes sense. Right. Totally get it. But they did not have a good relationship. Like, I feel like they got, it was a whole lawsuit between them. That is very true. So it's like, why is she going to bring her new boyfriend around somebody who isn't even seeming like they, you know, she, the dude, you know, the ex-boyfriend ain't even, he's not even fucking with her in a, you know, in a positive way. That's true. You know, and then he's saying, you know, he's saying that, you know, 
you know, there was a whole child support dispute or whatever. He was saying that he was seeing the baby and giving, you know, taking care of the baby and all this different kind of stuff. And Sierra was having to go on record and be like, he is not even seeing the baby, you know, as far as what we agreed to. Right. And everything. It was like, what, 30, 33%, a weird percentage of time that he's supposed to see him. Right. Not even 50%. It was like 30 something percent. Right. And wasn't even seeing the baby. So it's just like, like, I understand wanting you. I understand the expectation, but it's just like you did not set the stage for that expectation. That's for that expectation to happen. That's really what it is. It's just like you feel in some kind of way. Yeah. Like you said, you're just going to have to get over it. And also, I don't understand why he keeps talking. Well, you know what? I understand why he keeps talking about Sierra because I know it gets clicks. I know it gets people paying attention, even though he obviously, you know, people fuck with his music. I don't understand why people have to. I don't understand why he hasn't just said, look, this is a relationship that I had. Right. You know, we fell out. It was shitty. You know, like we fell out. We said things, we done things, whatever, but I'm trying to squash this for the sake of the relationship for the sake of my son I don't want him to be 20 something years old or even 15 or 16 years old googling seeing me constantly berating his mother or seeing people say that I'm constantly berating his mother I want to be positive I want to be a good parent all this you know all this different kind of stuff and hell he could even go like I'm not advocating for this but I feel like there's other ways to get publicity like he like the same way like today there really is there was today there was a video it looked like uh baby future uh russell wilson and sierra were playing like just dance or something oh man oh this is where this is coming from i have no idea i don't know i don't know what came first it's just that i saw the video and it's just so I don't know if that I don't know if the 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 just dance video with them being you know happy family and shit came out first or or what. But it's just like I feel like why not go that route with your publicity? You know what I'm saying? You could be posting cute little Instagrams and all kinds of shit going viral because everybody loves cute babies, especially whether you know even an ain't shit nigga with his kid is gonna get some burn as far as like people being excited and shit because we you know we hold men to such a low ass standard as far as like being a parent so if he's hanging out with the baby on the internet you know on instagram snapchat whatever being cute doing that thing he could completely like turn the pr wheel or whatever but he's just continuously talking shit about sierra and that right and i think that it doesn't help that every two seconds they're asking about her because when I was listening to like, cause one, he was on a podcast or uh, Apple radio show. I don't know how the fuck that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person said, how do you really feel about that nigga? Russell Wilson. That's exactly how he asked them. He's like, how do you really feel about that nigga? Russell Wilson. And it was just like, why? See, here's the thing. I couldn't have been future. I'm like, he cool. I, that's right. not why I'm here to talk about him. But the fact that, you know, you decided to go all in was just like, you not over this. Because I think what it is, is like, y'all broke up because you cheated on her and thought that she was just going to like, you know, fade into obscurity. (coughs) Excuse me. Russell Wilson isn't on a bad football team. 
they're not, they're not the best right now. They didn't make the postseason, but it's kind of like I, I feel like Sierra's grown beyond that whole thing because she mm-hmm. seems genuinely happy with Russell Wilson. Because one, and I'm gonna stick to this theory, he looked like he a fucking freak. <laughs> he looked like he looked like Yo. he is a fucking freak. If he's not, if he's not a freak. He is at least he is so outwardly into Sierra. Exactly. Like there is he is leaving zero at least at least as far as we can see, he is leaving zero room for doubt that he exactly. fucks with her. And he's and been so, like that since day one. So it's like uh and from all the guys that she's pub like all the public guys that she's dated, nobody's ever treated her like that. Right. They've been like, they've been like, you know, she lucky to be like, she's arm candy. He don't treat her like that. He always look at her like, ooh, I love her. Sit on my face. <laughs> right. You know, like, he like, oh, like uh, girl, like, like uh, looking at her and shit, sending like, her Snapchats. Yeah, mm, we about to go and home and, uh, we about to make some babies. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Who is this guy? <laughs> he is such a freak. I'm like, what is going on? That's it. I need me a Russell. Let me move to Seattle. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I just, I mean, I wish, I feel like there's different ways that that future could go about this. Uh, there's so many, di- like he could, yeah, like he could totally flip this into something else, but he seems satisfied with, he seems satisfied with as far as his relationship between, you know, between him and Sierra and Russell Wilson and baby future, as far as it like allow, uh, it, allowing the press to portray it as shitty. And falling into it, continue and continuing to make it shitty on his end or whatever. So, I guess, I guess, nigga. Right. <laughs> I was like, why do y'all, y'all? And the bad part about it is, why do y'all keep bringing up Sierra? I'm like, he's been putting out apparently like consistently good albums. Talk about that. I'm like, why y'all talk about like, how do you feel about Russell? What about this whole thing with Sierra? Like, isn't it crazy? And then the whole Wendy Williams thing, because you know, you know. Just like he's bitter as hell, he don't know like about safe sex. So he <laughs> apparently likes going raw in women, and then they just keep getting pregnant. But like, I don't know how this happened. Well, you know, if you don't <laughs> use condoms, he out here for, he out here being a fertile myrtle. You know, he fertile <laughs> as fuck. It's like before Baby Future, did he have like two or three kids, four or five, six? I mean, I, I don't know. know. He definitely he know. definitely got. He's definitely probably on his way to some type of. Uh, sports team at this point, like he might what? got a little baseball team, or maybe almost to a almost to a basketball team. Like he's got he's got something. He's he's got quite a few. I feel like he's got quite a few kids. Mm-hmm. It was just like what? It's like what is going on? I'm like, uh, you you don't talk. And the other ones, it's like you don't talk about them. Because he also mentioned in, um, and I don't know what happened on Wendy, because I don't really watch Wendy, hmm. but apparently he brought up one of the baby mamas, and one of them said to him, like, she can't go anywhere, people keep asking, and he was like, they didn't ask for this, this is not the life they asked for, you know, and he's like, you know, they're like this because of me. Right, like he was, yes, he he seemed to be, it seemed like what I read was it seemed like two of his baby mamas who perhaps aren't trying to be in the spotlight got outed in some kind of way, got, you know, publicly, you know, became public via Wendy Williams. And so he was salty that Wendy Williams uh, 
did that because he's basically, you know, those women didn't want those women aren't weren't seeking attention. They didn't want that. And then Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams is putting them in that position. And at least I thought that was somewhat commendable that I guess he was defending them. You know, because right, right. he's at least not, he basically didn't just say, well, that's what you got to do if you fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you end up, you know, in the tabloids or whatever people talk about you. He was still, you know, I guess it was cool in that moment that he wasn't just going to just let them basically fend for themselves or whatever in this type of situation. At the same time, though, there is like, it is alleged, I guess, that he's like super controlling and everything yeah and so there's also that tinge of that like that it might be more about his ego than about protecting these women and taking up for these women who he may you know who he may care about who knows whatever but yes i did i did see that that he was trying to to take up for two of his baby mothers who were not trying to be in the spotlight yeah yeah because i mean they didn't ask for this I'm like, yeah, because I'm sorry. If I get pregnant by Fuchsia, I'm hiding too. He gonna, he, um, I will be living a very comfortable lifestyle, but I will not be on the Twitter talking <laughs> about it. Yeah, definitely, def- definitely not. Cause... Like, nigga, you better run me this money. I ain't, I ain't fooling with you since you don't want to, um, like, you think, like, pulling out, like, this is 1984. It's the best <laughs> method of um, safe sex. I'm like, sir, pulling out don't work, nigga. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, not if you're not pulling out. Like, right? It's like live. You like look. I'm like, look if you, some some niggas like to get comfortable in it and don't pull out. And they'd be like, I pulled out. No, the fuck you didn't. What are you doing? Like future on some leave it in forever. It in. Let let it marinate. Get this pre cum girl. It's like no Ew. no. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> or put on a female condom and he don't know. Oh man, crazy, crazy! crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So did you see? So okay, so have you seen the Gillette commercial? The to- that was tackling yeah, toxic yeah. masculinity. Yeah, I thought it was so. It was, yo. I really, I am disappointed in that commercial. I didn't see y'all selling me one single razor. <laughs> like what kind of commercial? Excuse me, what am I supposed to be buying from this? Oh, oh, you're not selling me nothing. Got it. I thought I thought the I thought the commercial I thought the commercial was, was so good. Was it was a good commercial. Like that part, oh man, like there was the part where they kept repeating the boys will be boys. The boys mm-hmm. will be boys. Boys right, will be boys. Right. Boys will be boys. And it was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I don't know. It was just it was a re- I thought it was a really good commercial. So mm-hmm. did you witness backlash from the commercial or did you just kind of just see it, just people talking about the backlash? So I did. I saw like headlines, and like I didn't watch any clips. I kind as soon as I, it was over, I'm like, "Who there's gonna be men that's gonna be mad at this?" Yeah. But how dare you tell us that we need to be better? Look, you just accept <laughs> us where we are. Meet us where we are. Meet us on the edge. No, no, <laughs> no. You're trash, and you need to get your shit together. Yeah. How, how clean dare it up, Ocor? Clean how it dare- up. <laughs> How dare you expect us to break up fights between kids and stuff or whatever? <laughs> like, what you want us to do? Stop bullies? Oh, you want us to not sexually harass women? What the hell is wrong with you? Where you been? What country do you think this is? 
Europea. This is America. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> yeah, man. So I I read that the uh, people were well. There was like a survey, and so the survey was basically saying like fifty or sixty percent of the people like looked favorably at whatever. Gillette was trying to put out. So this person was basically trying to say that maybe the backlash that people were talking about might be overblown. I don't know. I know right. I know motherfuckers still mad though. Like, cause you can get on Twitter every day and somebody is talking about like, you know, like just as an example, just street harassment. Street Mm -hmm. harassment is one of those things that people have talked about on Twitter. You know, different people have you know have brought it up like you know you got the whole uh uo cases that was brought you know brought up with um you know by feminista jones and every time street harassment pops up on twitter it was always it was always some dudes who were just like oh we can't say hi anymore oh i'm gonna just stop talking to women you can't even do anything like why she gotta be scared of me why she gotta you know why she acting all afraid this and that blah 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 so it totally makes sense that dudes probably reacted poorly to this right. commercial. Even of if there course. were some dudes who were just like, oh yeah, this is dope. This is great. I'm, I appreciate this. Or this made me think twice about, you know, whatever. I know it was some dudes who was just feeling some kind of way. Right. And it's kind of like the, the dudes that are trash, they're the ones that had a problem with that. If you're not, if you're a reformed headass or a reformed trash dude, um, then you didn't have a problem with it. It's like, well, yeah. And shout out to the fact that they included prominently Terry Crews. He is out here doing the work. He is trying to, you know, unlike, you know, Lil Kev, <laughs> and who said, I have grown, you can actually t- see that Terry Crews has grown. Mm-hmm. Because he's grown past the whole, you know, if we have the transgender, why can't we have transracial? I actually don't remember how that act that got resolved. I didn't even know. He, I didn't even know he said that. Oh, he said this a couple years ago. I didn't and even so know did Mike that. Coulter. I'm like, no, please don't do this. It Mark didn't work Coulter. for Terry, the guy from Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, no, I know exactly. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't remember how that got resolved either. I think people just went like, yeah, no, I'm just put you in my spank bank <laughs> <laughs> and just keep it moving. I'm a. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rashani. <laughs> That's probably gonna be the title of. <laughs> that is gonna be the title of the episode. Of the episode. I'm sorry, I'm Rashani. Sorry, Rashani. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess not. It's like, but I'm glad it's it's usually these, these kinds of um messages come from like brands that are geared towards women. So I'm glad that a brand that's geared towards men mm-hmm. said, Y'all need to get y'all shit together. There are people who were like, I think I saw one thing on Twitter where a guy put his Gillette 
razor in the toilet. I'm flushing this thing. I'm like, so it's going to sit in the toilet. And one of these days, you're going to have to fish it out of the toilet, which is disgusting. And you're stupid. Why don't you just throw it in the trash, you dumbass? What is wrong with you? I'm going to flush this down because fuck you for trying to make me want to be better. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, like just perform- performative That sounds so bullshit. stupid. It's like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, that's right, because you're so great, then why do we have... See, if you're so great as a whole, then um, we wouldn't need commercials like this. You wouldn't have to see Terry Crews at, like, congressional hearings talking about this shit. How many other people have talked about sex trafficking and women's reproductive rights and sexual harassment, like, like gendered laws geared towards women to make it safer for women? We wouldn't need to do all of that if y'all weren't trash! <laughs> that's real, though. Like, oh. that's, that's real. Like, stop feeling some kind of way and be better. Let's be better. It's like, um, it's like you don't want to hear women saying it. Maybe a man needs to say it. And then y'all still mad. I'm like, oh, I get it. You just don't want to, you just don't want to be treated like, um, the trash that you are. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm, fuck your feelings. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to do this with y'all because y'all talking about like, oh my God, this one commercial is telling y'all to be right. How many commercials get towards women telling us to lose weight? Change our hair, change our skin, get rid of mm-hmm. our stretch marks, shave because nobody wants a hairy bitch. And then, like, make sure you smell good, make sure your pussy smell good because nobody wants a stinky, hairy bitch. Nobody, like, <laughs> make sure your nails are done, make sure your hair is done, make sure your makeup's done. And don't have any, nobody wants, like, a smelly, hairy bitch with bad eyebrows. Nobody wants that. <laughs> make sure you get your shit together. But we tell y'all one thing of, can you just treat us nicer? What the fuck is your problem? There it is. Like, that's that's it. That's it. Like, it's just like, like it is. One message. One. One message from one company for one item that they may or may not buy. (laughs) It's like, hey, we think you guys could improve a little bit. And here's a few things that you could do, you know, and it, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the barn doors are off or whatever. It's just like, this is, this is the worst of the worst, you know, they're not getting, you know, and like you, you know, you're saying like, nobody wants a, uh, you know, a a hairy bitch, bitch. nobody wants a hairy bitch, but at the same time though, even though we get we get those messages of how we need to improve, we also get the same message where you need to love yourself. You need to accept mm-hmm. yourself as you are. You know, this kind, you know, all that different kind of stuff. Like, you know, like the uh the the body positivity, which mm-hmm. is not which is right. not a critique. I'm not critiquing body positivity, but just like we are getting, you know, women are getting messages from both sides, not really you know, where you're basically like, I don't know what the fuck, am I supposed to be a bad bitch? Or am I supposed to just care, you know, just kind of be regular right, or whatever, but, right. it, you know, but it feels like if you're a bad bitch, everything is dope, but then at the same time, it's so much work to be a bad bitch, but then it's like, okay, I'm gonna go be regular because it's not all, all that much work, but then people feel like, you know, if I'm being regular and trying to be chilling, maybe I don't want to get my eyebrows fixed, or maybe I don't want to wear nails or shit, somebody thinks something's wrong with me because I'm not over here trying to be a bad bitch, you know, just like all this, just, <laughs> just 
mad confusion. It's all you know? over. All these different daggone um, messages. I'm like, okay, can you tell me what how I'm supposed to feel today? Let me know. And just Gillette just wants Gillette just wants you to stop, you know, stop bullying people. You know, check your friends if they think they're gonna, you know, if they're making women uncomfortable, if they're on the verge of making women uncomfortable, you know, and and teach the babies to be different, right. you know, so they grow up to be better men. And it's just like all hell has broken loose it, as far as some people are concerned. With some dude, it's just like this is this is the worst of the worst. Right, right. Like, oh, geez Louise. Speaking of trash ass dudes. So a Republican representative named Jason Smith yelled out, go back to Puerto Rico (laughs) to go back to hell. Okay, go back. He said this to a uh, representative, uh, Tony uh, Cardenas. Uh, now he now he has since apologized for it, and has refer and has said that it was in reference to when I guess the Democrats went to Puerto Rico last week for some trip or something, some pack, you know, paid for them to come and whatever, and you know they were in Puerto Rico, and so, but you know, and at the end of the Congress people or whatever are trying to say that this is not racist, not racially tinged or whatever, but it's just like, yo, man, you yell, go back to Puerto Rico. Is this person Dude. Puerto Rican? No, I don't think so. He's a, he's actually, he it says that he is a descendant of Mexican um, immigrants. Oh, and, so and, he's just Latin, so he was just like, well, it fits, right? Go back that's, to, I mean, that's what go back to like. Puerto Rico. Like, I'm not Puerto Rican. Like, it's just, like, either way, like, to me, it's just like you got to think through what like, you're what going to say. What the hell is wrong with it? Who said that? Go back to Puerto Rico. I'm from Indiana, but it. But even then, even then, it's just like it's clear that the decorum that I feel like uh, that I feel like maybe some Democrats mm-hmm. people to adhere to mm-hmm. is not popping. On the Republican side, it's not popping on the Republican side. But at the same time, it's like a Republican pops off and then the Democrats are basically like, well, you know, this guy apologized and it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to move on. And I'm just kind of just like, I wish y'all motherfuckers, I wish y'all motherfuckers would fight some of these motherfuckers. That's what I really want to I wish y'all would get like... Y'all doing all this shit because remember the woman said impeach that motherfucker and y'all had all these thinkity think pieces. Y'all had all these statements about how wrong she is and what about the decorum. You got somebody who's saying go back to Puerto Rico and y'all like oh no 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 that's not racist because they were at Puerto Rico last week. Do I live there bitch? Yeah. Just not not cool. Not cool. At all. It's not it's not cool at all. And I wish I just I guess like, okay, so you know there's there's Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Ooh, they mad at her! And <laughs> they hate her! <laughs> and I know, like, one, we don't know what uh, AOC, I'm gonna just go ahead and just call her AOC, because that's who she is on Twitter, I'm gonna just say mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. we don't know what she's going to do once she's in there casting votes and creating legislation right, and all that. Right, 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 right. At the same time, I'm so glad 
<laughs> that she's talking shit to these people. Right. I'm glad that she's on Twitter, you know, she's popping not off, down. snarking at these motherfuckers because they need somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to be out there like, y'all on some bullshit. I know about how this tax shit works. You're trying to lie to the American people, trying to make it look good. That's mm-hmm. not what the fuck this is. You know, right, and speaking, right. speak, you know, possibly speaking to people in a way that they probably haven't been spoken to. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate that she it's just unfortunate that she only represents New York. Right. Because I feel like it would be so dope if more people had more people like that possibly because like i said we don't know what she's gonna do she could get up in there and once the you know once the rubber meets the road she's on some bullshit just like everybody else but right right but right now speaking to people in kind of plain language being you know being sincere and just letting people know that no we're not taking you know, it used to be like this. Here's the way this tax rate is going to work. If somebody makes this much, but they don't go over this, no, we're not taking 70. That's not, we're not taking 70% of their money. We're taking, you know, if they make a dollar over whatever the thing is, we're taking 70% of that dollar. We're not taking the full 70% of whatever it is. And, you know, so for her to be speaking in that way, I, I wish there were more people who could push back against the bullshit that I think other people, the, like the Republican side, where they just throw some shit out there and freak people out, and then those people run with it because they're just as likely to just, you know, they think that those people are smarter than them. They think those people have their best interests, so they're just going to be like, you know, this Republican whatever is saying that they're going to take all my money, and so they're going to take mm. all my money. Rah! You know, right. kind of thing. Right, and I'm like, can I just say, um, for everybody going, oh my god, and she's gonna run for president and she's gonna tear up our country. So you have to be thirty five to run. She's thirty. See, it's like y'all women, y'all are in Congress and should know that. I learned that in high school. Y'all do this every damn day, and you don't know you have to be thirty five to run for president. What is wrong with you? It's like, it's simple. Google is your friend. Google is free. It's like, well, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You mad? Oh, you mad? As much shit as y'all talk to Obama, you called him a liar when he was doing his, uh, I think, State of the Union. Y'all blocked him on every single thing he wanted to do. And then he started doing executive orders. When he shut down the government, it wasn't because... Um, he threw a temper tantrum. It was because he wanted, and it wasn't even him directly. It was Congress, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Y'all shut down the government, and y'all like, well, Obama shut. No, he didn't. Y'all did, because y'all didn't want to vote for health care. And I think he actually just was like, yeah, let's just get it, back, people back to work. And that was only 17 days. We're on what day 26. Yeah. Now it's a day. Now it's like people are missing mortgage payments, car notes. Yes. Yes, people lining up, you know, to get food and and all this just right. It's a whole it's a whole mess, it's a mess. with this sh- with this shutdown shit. And it's so I hope like obviously well, I hope that the fucking government gets opened up soon so these people can get get on the road to recovery. Right. Cuz you know, 
their homeboy is making an announcement tomorrow at 3 p.m. That's Saturday, where he's going to make an announcement about the government shutdown. He's probably going to end up blaming the Democrats. I'm like, how are you blaming the Democrats and the Republicans got the majority? Well, not in the House. However, they keep getting blocked. They've been wanting to vote on this, and Mitch McConnell keeps blocking them. He's like, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah, like what what I'm hoping for, and I don't know if it's really going to happen, that when 2020 comes, mm-hmm. that people remember this. That I hope y'all do. Y'all wanted this. Like that, y'all getting that's what you can't you paid for. This is what you wanted. Cause like that's it's like I keep like that's your man. Like that's, your, that's who and that, and it's not even about it just being Trump. It's like whoever your representative is, whoever your senator is, if you voted for that motherfucker, that's your man, and he's not looking out for you or she's not looking out for you. You know. They're letting you, they're basically letting you fall through the cracks. You know, they're taking food out of your mouth, your kid's mouth, whoever, out of your community's mouth Mm -hmm. for a fucking wall, for a bullshit ass wall, knowing good and damn well that if somebody wants to come to this country they can, they, they can come here on a fucking plane, they come here, they overstay their visas, all kinds of shit. It's not just people from uh, south of our border coming into this country. You know, however they're coming into this country. And, you know, and these people who are coming into the, and the people who are coming from south of the border, those are asylum seekers. Those are people coming from places more than likely where we have fucked something up or we have co-signed someone fucking something up and now they're trying to come here looking for basically looking for safety because where they live is dangerous and we have probably put as Amer- you know as our whether it's the military whatever something we have fucked something up you know right propping up somebody's government installing somebody keeping somebody out whatever it is we fuck something up and now people are coming here right and now, yeah. and so, what? What the fuck? What the fuck ever? Just ridiculous. It's just like, uh, you know, you're, y'all talking all this border security. You, you sure aren't talking about security from Canada, because that's a border too. Right, right. It's and like then, you, you're not worried about Canada. Where do you think everybody get their prescription drugs from? Canada. Well, not only that, it's, but that's the thing. And then they don't want, and then, you know, they're so focused on border security as far as south of the border is concerned. They're not worried about north of the border. They're not worried about people coming in on planes or, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is. It, but, it, but then you want to tell them, you know, I feel like I, we've said this before. It's just like, but then we say like, okay, well, y'all motherfuckers is racist, clearly, because y'all focused only on one type of person, but you're not focused on all the other people. And it's like, no, we're not racist. This isn't racism. Yes, the fuck it is. Oh, I know what it was. I know something else I want to talk about, but it wasn't on the show notes. Motherfucking Megan McCain. Did you see her on The View? Which fuck. one? Because fuck that bitch. <laughs> okay, so... uh. Because I'm not sure of everybody's names. I know Meghan McCain. There's also another uh, conservative the new white conservative. lady. I can't remember her name either. I've seen her before and I'm like, I know that face. 
think she was a like used to be an actress or something. I don't know what she used to do, but I, I know, know who you're talking about. Okay, so the other, the dark-haired conservative lady was mm-hmm. talking to one of the black women on the show. Got through, you know, kind of a back and forth or whatever. Not a shitty back and forth, but just a back yeah. and forth. Got to a point where the conservative white lady asked the black lady, you know, do you think that uh, the people who want the border, do you think they're racist? I did and, see that clip. Oh, yes. And, and so the black lady was like, I don't know, which is a perfectly valid answer. Like, I'm not sure. Because like, some valid. of them, you know, perfectly valid answer, normal as fuck. Mm-hmm. fucking you know between the back and forth and everything it gets to Megan McCain and Megan McCain is going off about painting motherfuckers with a broad brush and this and that and so she poses the question back to the black lady like you know because Megan McCain was like I am for border security and I'm not racist and whoopie bam blah 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 and you know poses the question back at the black lady the black lady's like I already told the other white lady that I don't know and fucking right. Megan McCain, like between whatever it is, Megan McCain turns pink and is just like, I'm John McCain's daughter. Daughter, I don't I, care. John McCain like, is dead. Yo, it's like, bitch. The Maverick no longer stand, flies. Bitch, you don't you. stand on your own fucking name. It's like, and, girl. It's like, nobody cares. And not only nobody that. Cares. And not only that, bitch, you might be racist, because that's really what the thing is with, with all these people, with all these white people, or whoever the fuck, who Don't is just, like, trying racist. to fight it. It's like, bitch, you might be. Like, you've grown up in this country, in this culture. I mean, from the inception of this country, it was built on racism. Bitch, you might be. Like, just, like, the only way you're going to be able to get through, to get past whatever you might be is to admit that that is there, that you've been conditioned. Like, you might not always act on the shit. You might not be calling people slurs, and you might be hanging out with this type of person and that type of person, but you're not immune. That's, I mean, you're not immune to the white supremacy that is baked into our country. So stop acting that way, and your dead dad isn't going to protect you from that shit. So, like, relax. Right. And the thing about it is what gets me with Megan, she makes everything about her. Yes. It's so individualistic. And I need a lot of white people to realize racism isn't just calling people slurs. Right. That's not what that is. It's like you can be very racist with all these microaggressions about border security. I'm like, those people, those people. Get yeah, that that's a form of racism too. I get it. You're not calling them a slur, but it could be racist outside of that. Because if you're not going to talk about all border security, all borders around our country, Canada is included. Why are you not talking about that border? You're not. It is a form of racism. I need y'all to get the fuck out of here with that. Word, 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 word. So this is going to be the last part and so whatever Sean King <laughs> Sean not Sean King like in the show notes it says just for people who know Sean motherfucking King so but nigga ice himself but <laughs> nigga ice <laughs> what is it Eldridge Eldridge clearer you know whatever whatever they talcum x 
telling you, these daggone, these names are undefeated. So for the people who, and I'm going to try to condense this down as, as quick as possible and everything. So Sean King is a faux activist. Like that's in like, <laughs> imagine imagine some quotes like as big as the sun, like that's 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 what I'm saying as far as faux activists and everything. And so Sean King took it upon himself to basically threaten uh, Clarissa M. Brooks, basically saying like basically it was it seemed like it was basically like you said some shit about me that wasn't true. And I'm mad about the shit. And basically, Clarissa Brooks was just basically like, you know, where's the money? As far as money that you have raised, that um, saying that you have raised for uh, Centoya Brown, mm-hmm. Centoya Brown, or you know, basically, well, what she said was, uh, are folks going to hold Sean King accountable for the money he raised in quotes for Centoya, or is it going to disappear as well? Now. I think she later uh, deleted it. And Sean King says that he didn't really try to raise money for Centoya or whatever, whatever, whatever. The whole thing is Sean King has a history of saying that he's going to raise some money for some shit and then somehow some of the money not being going where it's supposed to. You know, and he has like written like well there's like an email to I think uh Clarissa Brown that has like different uh has like Benjamin Crump CC'd on it has this lawyer CC'd on it and Benjamin they don't Crump, know who the fuck he yeah. is Benjamin Crump is like I'm not aware of that yes. I'm representing Sean King and it's all this it's just it's mess and the whole thing is is Sean King has had a history of this stuff Sean King has had a history of going after uh black women and femmes and it's not okay niggas need to get away from Sean well not it may not and you know what it may not even just be black people people in general need to stop looking to Sean King as a source for anything because he is an opportunist that's really what it is he is an opportunist he is someone who doesn't want to be he, he is someone who is who reacted negatively to someone saying, well, where's the accountability? You know, accountability, like I, I can't, I'm not going to be able to hit the quote right, but just like, you know, basically like those calls, when, when somebody is trying to hold you accountable and it feels like an attack, it's because you're not ready to be accountable. Correct. No. Correct. Because I think it's interesting um, because in his little note, he said, I didn't raise any money and then flipped, and then like a couple tweets down was like, in the money we raised, I'm like, but you said that you didn't raise any money, and now you're saying the money we raised. So who's the we? Are you out? Are you divested from this we? Because that sounds like you don't. And I'm like, I said this a couple weeks ago on my show that when it comes to Sean King and what he reports, it is like torture porn that he reports someone. Yes. But he doesn't report on every kind of black trauma. Like for I don't think I've ever seen him report on the uh, murders of trans women. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him report on that. I think the only black woman he reported on that was um 
The unarmed black woman that was killed by police, I think, was probably Sandra Bland. I think that's the only person he reported on. But mostly it's just straight black men that you report on. And that whole thing um, that happened in Houston with that little girl and how fishy that sounds, it does not sit well with me. Yes, because nobody knows. Because he's like, you know, like the whole thing when the thing happened, it was you talking about Jasmine Barnes, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. like the whole thing that happened with, with unfortunate with the, the murder of Jasmine Barnes. Mm-hmm. People were, I feel like when it came out, people were under the impression that it was white people who did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so he, then... helped, he helped fuel that, no, he helped fuel that notion because he couldn't wait to like disseminate it to his, um, his followers. And think about this, that's not the first time he's jumped a gun on something. And he was wrong. And he didn't just say he was wrong. That's not the first time. Right. So I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden it comes out that, oh, I I got a tip from one person. They came to me. I'm like, time out, homeboy. How is somebody coming to you in New York and not talking to the police in Houston? Right. Kidding me. What is going on here? And then the mother was just like, you got the mother saying that she thinks it's the white guy, and now you're trying to paint it like the mother like led us to believe something. I'm like, she was in the fucking car. There were witnesses who said they saw him. I'm like, I don't know what to believe. I don't. But it's like, you couldn't wait to fuel that narrative of it's a white guy, and this is injustice, and we need to get this out of here. And then when you found out it was two black guys, allegedly, and I'm going to keep saying allegedly, because I don't know. Um, it was like you went silent and you didn't say anything. And it's like, okay, you act like we're not supposed to um, question you, Talcum X. What is going on here? Like for real. And that's really what it is. It's just like for him to, I think, well, what I think this is it speaks to like in a larger sense mm-hmm. is how we need to vet these people who say they have our best interests at heart. Yeah. yeah. That's really what this is. And if if it begins with Sean King, then fuck it, it begins with Sean King. But it can it can it can go out to other people. But importantly, it needs to get it it needs to it, it's gonna start right here with Sean King. That we shouldn't just be taken, especially with the history that this dude has. It would be different if this dude had all these receipts and it's just like, yo, here's the money, this is that, this is that. It's like he's, you know, he's had beef, I think, with Leslie Mack. He's mm-hmm. had uh he had and Leslie hasn't taken her throat. She has not taken her foot off his neck ever. She's always said something about she has videos, she has something. And I'm not saying that he should come after her either. But there have been other people who have said stuff about Sean King and said he is not on the up and up. Y'all need not to trust him. Yes. Yes. I mean, like, I think Feminista Jones earlier was mm-hmm. tweeting how uh, the stuff, you know, after uh, Tamir Rice, uh, after Tamir Rice's murder and everything, you know, she had kind of linked up with Sean King, but some shit kind of got iffy. Some shit, whatever happened, it was it went iffy as far as that was concerned. So then she took it upon herself 
after making the, you know, after being kind of introduced to, to Tamir Rice's mother and everything that she linked, she was able to link up with her and their lawyer and created a whole thing where people were sending them furniture and money and all this stuff, you know, she took up collection for them and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but it, I guess maybe something like that kind of tainted her as far as like, you know, cause here she is working, possibly working with Sean King, but the shit doesn't pop like it's supposed to because Sean King has a history of being a scammer. So then she kind of gets tainted as a scammer, but then, you know, obviously came back with helping Tamir Rice's mother and everything in the family. And so, yeah, just Sean King is on some bullshit. Sean King is, is going after, well, one, Sean King is going after people who he probably thinks can't do anything, you know, cause Clarissa, Bro- you know, Clarissa, uh, isn't she like a college student? Yeah, she's a Cl- Clarissa Brooks is a college student. So he's not so he's not going after somebody like like Feminista Jones or somebody who has a a much larger following and possibly as much pull in some spaces as he does. You know, he's going after, you know, he's going after Clarissa Brooks and sending letters and you know making it seem like, you know, so if she if he really did sue her, she would probably, you know, she would be at a detriment. Right. Right. It was kind of like, wait a minute, why are you threatening? Because I think, I think Imani, Gra- Imani Grady was just like, yeah. yeah, she did that whole thread where she pulled all these receipts and was like, yeah, this don't sound right. And she's just like, sue me. Go ahead. Yeah. I yeah. dare you. Yeah. And people have all, and you know, there were people, there was an article circulating from the Daily Beast that was basically like, yo, Sean, yo, Sean, where the money? And it's just like, you know, right. you're not going after them. Why are you not going after them? These are actual publications. Like you're saying, they're spreading lies about you. Why are you not going after them? They have a big, they have a bigger platform than Clarissa does. I right. didn't know who the fuck she was. Yeah, like she's got like five thousand followers, which is a drop Come in the bucket. Which is a drop in the bucket. Come on. Compared to Sean King, and compared to, and you know, I think what she tweeted, it barely got shared. As far barely. you know, I think, I think it was like a few hundred. I think it was a few hundred retweets or whatever. So nobody, like. As much as much as people go up for Sean King, I feel like this would have been, unfortunately, because motherfuckers don't believe black women. That's one. That's the other thing. Right. That people, that people don't want to believe black women when they say, "Well, yo, this person over here is fucked up." That this probably that Clarissa Brooks tweet probably could have just basically been like preaching to the choir as far as that right. was concerned, because there's so many people who fuck with Sean King who have been harassing her. You know, people, you know, they said like Tariq Nasheed people, you know, his followers and shit jumped in the fray, harassing He got millions of, I think he has a million followers. So does Sean King. She has 5,000 followers and you, your followers are crazy. You up here pulling, like she deleted, apparently deleted whatever you wanted her to delete. And then you're like, nope, see, uh uh-huh, this is what you said. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You got these people on retainer. Oh, that's right. They're like, we don't know. I, I don't know her. Yeah. He doesn't even go here. It's like, what? You, why are you doing this? It's like, you didn't go after Breitbart. You didn't go after any of those big publications. And then your wife wrote this long ass uh, thing on Medium that I refuse to fucking read. And then your caption was long as shit. I refuse to read that shit too. Talking about, you know, we didn't go over that because statute of limitations. I'm like, uh, that Daily Beast article is not that old. 
Why are you not? Why didn't you go after them when it came out? It's like, oh, you know who to go after, but you're acting like they don't have legitimate gripes against your ass. People with legitimate gripes have been saying shit about you for years, and it's like there is something fishy about him. Something in the buttermilk ain't clean. And I'm not going to talk about his color. I'm not going to talk about his race. Because at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't care how light he is. I don't care if he got a white mama or a white daddy. I don't give two fucks. What I do care about is what you're harming this community. And then saying, let me tell you something, 5,000 followers. I'm going to sue you because you shouldn't be spreading lies about me. How many other white people been spreading lies about your ass? And you ain't Mm. said shit. Fuck you. It's like, you know, he's like, if y- y'all can make the jokes. I don't care. I'm like, what you gonna do? That's not slander. Are you kidding me? Do you do you know? Do you do this thing called law? Obviously you don't. These jokes are gonna fly. But don't come after like people who literally are quote unquote smaller than you. This like if they're beneath you, then leave them beneath you if that's what you think. But to come after them, especially it's like black women and femmes it's like you don't I need you to read the room on this because this looks really bad you're making this worse you could have just laughed off the jokes or said nothing or better yet put out a whole thread and produce the receipts that everybody keeps asking you for for real like that's all you had to do like either the money made it where it was supposed to make it or it didn't and it's Mm -hmm. but the whole thing is he's got all these different uh organizations or you know things that you know were supposed to happen but didn't happen happened but kind of fell off and and just he's got a history of shit falling off and fucking people over you know and I think some and I think some people are I think some people probably want to move on in some cases so they're so everybody who he's probably fucked with or fucked over isn't you know just doesn't want to come all the way out because i because i could understand that it's because at the same time it's just like if he got the money or he took it or he misappropriated it or whatever and it's kind of over with you just sometimes you probably just want to be like well fuck it just want to dead it and just want to be done so yeah it's like it's like and it just makes me so daggone sad it's like can you not be such a head ass it's like you could do so much good, but you know, always posting about torture porn for black people. Some people don't want to see that. Or better yet, just posting like, see, this is what these white people do, and then find out that it's wrong, and then you don't say, hey, I jumped the gun. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, and it was like something about that whole Jasmine Barnes thing, it still don't sit right with me. I'm like, that don't seem, something about this don't seem right. It literally could be that simple that, you know, they just mixed up the cars. It really could be that simple. But uh, but my gut is saying that it's not that simple. Yeah, and he's, and it's, it's so, like you bringing up the torture porn. Like, I remember it was, I want to say it was like maybe 2016 or 17. It could have, you know, it like definitely it was after Michael Brown had been killed. And so, and after Michael Brown had been killed, it seemed like every week, every month, there was another video, there was another story, all this different kind of stuff. And people were, were, I think people were at a point where they were just like, they were burnt out on the images. And so they came, so they went to Sean King and were just like, yo, we 
don't like, you know, obviously you can bring awareness to this, but do you have to post the video? Right. Do you right. have to post this video of this person, you know, of this black man, this black woman, you know, whoever being killed? And this motherfucker, like he reacted, like he was basically like, no, I'm not going to not post a video. Exactly. He got, he gets super defensive whenever you challenge him or say, hey, or give him some feedback of, hey, this is really damaging to my mental health, to my spirit. And, and like, if it's damaging to me, then it's probably damaging to other people. Can you stop doing this? No, because I am on a crusade and I, I'm like, this ain't about you. This is this isn't about you. I have him blocked on Twitter. I just realized that. I'm like, I have him blocked. Yeah. Because I'm same. like, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see your torture porn. And every so often, I'm like, okay, do I have to mute the words, Sean King? Because I have no problem doing that. But I think, you know, the jig is up on him. On Medgar Everclear. Medgar <laughs> <laughs> Everclear. Yo, those names. Somebody called him Tachaka oh from Well Yeah. Hewless P. Newton, W. E. B. DuBeige. Yep. Mark Luther Cream, Thurgood Partial. Yeah, Thurgood Partial. That one's funny. That like, one's woo. funny. Medgar Everclear. George Washington Cracker is like, okay, well, all right. Caucus Garvey. I said, y'all know what? Caucus y'all are Garvey. undefeated. Oh, Undefeated. I'm like, oh. Somebody, I'm looking at this. Okay, so they got Messi Jackson, <laughs> Richard Wrong. Like this is I'm a shout. This is shout out to Mia McKenzie. So this is these are all of hers. Not Turner. Uh, Nas son Mandela. Uh, Frederick Douglass. Oh. Adam Clayton Paller. So <laughs> just oh. wild shit. Kofi Anna, just she was wilding. Oh my gosh, she was really wilding. Yeah, Fedger Evers, just yeah, just a whole a whole whole mess with Sean King. And just bottom line, we gotta bot. Well, believe black women when they tell you that some that something in the milk ain't clean. Yep. That's really what that is. Believe black women that something in the milk ain't clean and do your own vetting when it comes to whoever the fuck it is that's saying that they got your best interests at heart. Whether it's, you know, whether it's somebody who's saying they're advocating for black people, whether they're advocating for all people, vet these motherfuckers. Listen to listen to these people cuz this is another thing and not, and then we'll definitely get out of here. You know, people were uh, reacting negatively to people saying like, yo, Kamala Harris is on some bullshit, you know, because of her history as a prosecutor in California. It's like, it's okay to look at somebody's history and say, okay, well, this person is going to have to make amends for this thing, or they're going to have to talk about what they did during that time and have right. to say, you don't have to basically, and you know, it's going to come up. Yeah. Right. They're going to have to be called up. to the carpet. So don't be mad 
when somebody is being held accountable for their stuff because that's the right thing to do. It is. And and I and I will say when it comes to any of the Democratic candidates coming up, all of them, and I don't give a damn who they are, is going to be better than Trump. The the ends justify the means. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm like I'm at this point where I'm like, yeah, so as long as it's not Satan, I'm good. I'm like, I don't know how far Kamala is going to go. I honestly don't. Is her background squeaky clean? No. Is she better than Trump? Absolutely. I don't care. It could be fucking Bernie Sanders at this point. Get him the fuck out of here. He is doing so much damage to our country. Just get him out of here. He just needs to go. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't. Uh, it could be Nene Leaks. I don't care. <laughs> Nene 2020, okay? I'm like, no, he needs to go. Trump needs to go. He needs to go. All him, all his minions, all his ilk, they need to go. So it's like, I I, I get it. It's like, she ain't squeaky clean. No, she not. But you know what she isn't? Trump. That's all I care about. And that's all anybody should care about at this point. It's like... We we are in shutdown of our government. It's like I I, I I need big picture here. I need I need big picture. I need big picture. I get it. I totally get it. But I need big picture. I really 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 need big picture. I get it. She was a prosecutor. She did prosecutor shit. Sometimes prosecutors are do some dirty, dirty, dirty shit. And she is not clean. She is not Trump. That's I need I need that focus. I need it. I need it like I need oxygen at this point. Cause I, I don't care. I, I was just kidding about Bernie Sanders. Please don't put him in. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I'm yeah, because you was just like, yo, it's like, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, eh, it's like, mm, I'm just kidding, don't y'all. Know. Don't you dare put that old angry white man up in here. Because first of all, he's not a fucking Democrat. Please stop. It's like, we need Bernie. No, we don't. No, we don't. He couldn't beat Hillary. And according to some of hashtag y'all, she was terrible. She wasn't. Spoiler alert. But I'm sorry, I need anybody better than Trump. I'm like, I I get it. We we need in the back, you know what's you know what's killing me? Is that our the Democratic candidate gotta be this wonder kid. They gotta be the reincarnation of the lightning in a bottle that was Barack Obama against somebody who can't spell hamburger. This is what we're talking about here. Are you fucking kidding me? This man is incompetent. He is not suited to be president. And we are actually discussing a Democratic candidate that has to be damn near fucking perfect. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's like, are y'all kidding me? I'm like, big picture here, y'all. He can't spell. He can't type. He can't write. He can't govern. He is terrible for this country. And y'all want the Democratic candidate to be fucking perfect. Yeah. It's like the are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We can't get Obama back. That's not going to happen. 
See, it's never going to happen. At the same time, though, I think there's people who don't want Obama back. What I think my problem is with the Democratic Party is that I think there are ways to win. Like mm-hmm. if you say, like, like the problem with the Democratic Party is that it seems like parts of their platform isn't quite all the way away from the Republican It's very platform. middle. And it's like... And that's and so it's like you got people who so I understand where people are coming from where it's like well it don't really fucking matter now obviously it does because if we you know it it what it would look different but I don't know if the impact if it, if the impact would just not it would just it wouldn't be impacting this group of people it will be impacting another group of people but there still would be an impact right. I guess is is what is what the whole thing is and so right. I want somebody that's trying not to impact anybody. <laughs> right. With, and, 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 and I and think... Just, and, no, sorry, and, go ahead. And I feel like if you said, if if a, not you, if the Democrats were like, look, we're going we're gonna to bail y'all out on these student loans. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to bail y'all out. We're going to make sure that you guys have health care so you yeah. guys don't have to worry about this. Like, really big, you know, like big picture, we're going to give you those things. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't, people would be voting in droves. I think the problem is that they're kind of giving people a little bit and then scaring them the rest of the way. And I don't think you win by saying, well, we're not that guy. And here's a little something, you know, kind of thing. But they know that they, you know, like, like black people, like you got Democrats, who basically will not go against the police, but you got black people who are clearly impacted by police brutality. So it's like, so how can you vote for somebody who's just as likely as the other side to be like, well, it was y'all niggas' fault that y'all did that shit, that y'all got caught up. You should have, you should have complied, or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck. And that's, and I think that's what the problem is for me, mm-hmm. is that they, right. it, they're too close. And because they're so close, you are not going to get the people who are basically just like, well, it don't fucking matter if I vote for this motherfucker or not, because, you know, my neighborhood is still going to look the way that it looks. They're still not going to be expecting, you know, there's they're going to be just as likely to let shit ride as this other motherfucker is. So it don't matter. Yeah. And I think for those folks, the folks that are just like voting don't matter where you're never going to get them to vote. And I think that's the scary part because if we look at our voting records, half the people who can vote don't. And it's like it, this place, this country could be burning to the ground. They're just like, well, I mean, voting ain't gonna help now, is it? So, and it's like I think they put out a poll that 69% of Republicans would vote for Trump again. That is way too high. Right, but see, it's but like that- what? Well, see, but that's the thing. But then that's when it goes back to the Democrats. You've had ever since Trump has been voted in, you got mm-hmm. the Democrats saying we need to get that type of voter. We need to get them over to our side. And, that, and, it's and the just, problem and, is they're going to have to go more middle than left because the people that's on the right, they're not going to come all the way to the left, but they'll come towards the middle. And that, but see, and that's the thing. You got people, and that's when it comes back to where you got these people. It's like, how can I vote for this person if mm-hmm. they want to fuck with this person over here who clearly does not want to fuck with me? 
It's like you're right. going to choose right. them right. over me, even though I'm here with you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here with you at the dance, but you want to go date somebody else. You know, I'm not good enough for you. And that's, that's where, true. and that's where I feel like, I guess for me, I'm not as, I understand why people are apathetic, why people aren't as focused on, at least on the national uh, elections. I mm. don't think it necessarily means that people aren't voting for like their school board or anything like that. Cause obviously you can vote local and vote for your local, you know, there's probably people who Oh, there are there are people who are like, oh, I, they don't vote, period, and they're just like they look at like federal and state elections the same way. They're like, oh, it don't matter. I'm like, um, so federal and state aren't the same thing. Fed federal is electoral college, state is not. So it's like, uh, it's it's not the same rules. But there are people who are just like, yeah, I don't vote for that shit either. And it's like, mm, it's like a lot of things that's like in our cities and in our states, state level really handles that first before federal. And it, and I think that's the scary part where it's like the, the apathy of voting, because I totally get that. I get where it's like, you're like, I vote and nothing happens. The stuff that's on the ballot for me to vote for does not help me. So I get the apathy. I really do. And there is no but because but negates everything you say. So I'm not going to say but. Right, right. So it's like, so, I get the apathy. It's like, no, I get it. Yeah. It still makes like, me sad, but. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I know, I know for me, I know, I know for me, I lay a lot of blame at the party mm-hmm. than the people. They pushed because, you hard with Hillary. I, I'll say that. They really pushed you hard see, with Hillary. And that's, and that's where, and that's, and that's another thing too. It's like the problem, like one of the problems with 2016, and I guess that's why I don't really fuck, I don't fuck with the whole email thing, is while she probably would have made a decent president, you mm-hmm. know, as far as like, we might not be in this position that we're in now. Right. You know, at the same time, from the moment that she was, from the moment that she was, uh, said that she was going to run, it was basically her nomination to lose. And you cannot have a party where somebody is basically crowned before they're even voted on. It was Mm -hmm. basically like she was going to get it. It didn't matter who was running against her. It was going to be her. And that's, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't run shit like that because that because that also yeah. leads to people thinking like, well, shit, it don't fucking matter. It's rigged. It's like it don't matter win. what I do. Yeah, she's gonna fucking win. I don't even need to vote. Of course, everybody's gonna vote for her. Right. You know, so right. nah. What needs to happen is like more different people need mm-hmm. to you know be running and need to be pushed. But the problem is, I don't know if those people are going to be pushed because the people in the Democratic Party are probably just as beholden to rich motherfucking benefactors and PACs and all this different kind of stuff as the Republican Party is. Uh, Ed Buck is a very big Democratic, uh, I won't say sponsor, but he makes a lot of contributions to the Democratic Party. Ed Buck. And he has a lot of money. He has a lot of pull. He also likes to, like, you know, gay 
queer black men end up dead at his house. Okay, so that's that's to do, and that's what, and but see, and yeah. that's what I'm talking, and that's what I mean when I say that they might not like. There's things that they could do that they could say that yo, we're gonna make this thing happen. But it's quite possible that the the people who say that they you know donate to the Democratic Party. They don't want student loans to be wiped out any more than Republican donors do. You know, they don't want health care for everybody any more than Republican donors do. And that's where the problem is, mm-hmm. is that there's there's it. Muff, these motherfuckers might relate to each other more than we think they do. And that's why I think some people have checked out of of some of the processes yeah. as far as politics are concerned. Yeah. Yeah, but <sighs> we gonna see. You know, it's it's not. Let, let's see what this spring is gonna happen because it's gonna start popping up. Yeah, you got Kamala. You got I think Karen Gillibrand. Her name Karen. I think she said it. Elizabeth Warren. I don't know if Bernie has said anything. So I've noticed there's a lot more women saying they're running. Yeah. So yeah, well that's. So. We- so we'll, definitely... we'll see. We'll, we'll see out of out of the group. Yeah. We'll it's like see. just put forth the best. And the bad part, you gotta put forth your best against him. That's the part that's so frustrating to me. You, but see, our, but, our our candidate has to be stellar against Donald Trump. But see, but and see, this is this is and this is this is another thing that I, I keep going back to the party and everything. It's like the party should be like the reason why. Part of the reason why you got to be the best candidate isn't so much because you have to be the best candidate, but because your constituency, the people who could vote for you, who might want to vote for you, are being disenfranchised. But you don't have the Democratic Party running on. We are going to make sure that everybody can vote, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's, it's that it's like there's stuff that they could be pushing, that they could be showing people, look. No, we are not these motherfuckers over here. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not out there like that. It doesn't, at least it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like they're out there, you know, whatever. You know, we're going to make sure that the teachers all get paid like they're supposed to. You know, it's teachers on strike in, it's teachers on strike in California. You know, I think right now they're striking in California. They were striking in Oklahoma. You know, they were, uh, striking in I think it was West Virginia early you know earlier last year and everything and it's just there's things that could be done there's things you know you could say like look we are not going to make we, we these kids should not be going into debt to have a college education the same college education that somebody got in 1980 whatever when it was $1,500, they should not be getting the same education and it costs fucking $60,000. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't be like this. But the problem is they're, they're just not, they're not saying that shit. But if they said some of those things, they could win, even if they lied, which, you know, I'm not even putting it past that, but they won't even make it look good. Exactly. And, and do it. And, try, you know, they won't even, you know, say something and then say, well, we can't do that. You know, so, eh. You know, uh, uh, but like, we'll see what happens this year and running up into the election uh, next year. Hopefully everybody who wants to vote, who can vote, 
you know, does their due diligence, whether they're just focused on local and, you know, their local elections or trying to, you know, take care of the whole ballot, whatever that is. But uh, Stephanie, go ahead and do your shout outs. Oh, um, so let's see. Shout out to my ratchet auntie and uncles fam. That is Ricky, Jay, and Asa. Um, shout out to Cook. Um, that is my girl. Um, shout out to you and Rashani. Thank you so much for having me. Um, shout out to the Rainbow. She always makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, she makes me laugh. Um, whew, shout out to. Oh my God, where is he? Uh Oh, shout out to Sheena because she replied to my tweet. Sorry, I'm a Vanderpump Rules fan. Because <laughs> she responded to my tweet. Um, shout out to self-care. Uh, shout out to therapy. I'm very excited about therapy on Tuesday. And um, shout out to everybody who's going to be calling white people to the carpet who say racist shit all year, but then we'll trot out every MLK quote they can on Monday. Yo. Yeah, don't do that. It's like, really, don't, don't, don't henpeck some quotes about Martin Luther King when you don't care about black people. Just don't do it. Just, just, I'm sick of y'all. Hashtag y'all. I'm sick of (laughs) y'all. Don't do that. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, well, uh, shout out to you thank you for being on the show because i was i was i'm not gonna lie i was crazy nervous but you were so good i was so scared because rashani shout out to him he's so good at segueing into the next thing and Mm -hmm. connecting the previous thing to the next thing and it was just i definitely felt like i had large shoes to fill so you thank, did great. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being for being on me. And as usual, shout out to everybody who continues to listen to the show and share the show and, you know, fuck with us across social media, wherever it is, whether you're, you know, adding us at Single Simulcast on Twitter, hitting, hitting us up in the Single Simulcast support group or hitting us up on the Single Simulcast page. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you fuck with us, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's still a thing. We know eh, eh, sometimes it's iffy if that's not where you listen. But if you can, that would be great because it's always helpful. Reviews are helpful. And yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, Another shout out. Shout out to Charmaine um, and the Why So Serious podcast. So um, militantly mixed and... Uh, why so serious? Brandon literally just drove from uh, Virginia, well, Maryland, Virginia area to California. So he now lives in San Diego. So he's now on the West Coast. My niggas are leaving me. So everybody lives on the West Coast now. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah. But this is episode 329. Maybe it'll be called I'm Sorry, Rashani. I'm Sorry, I'm Rashani. I'm Sorry, Rashani. Sorry, Rashani. <laughs> we'll let you out the closet. We'll let you out. But uh, and be good, everybody. And we'll, we'll see you next time. Mwah. This 
this single simulcast. Don't nobody out and you slip.